We thank the Lord for letting us come to God's house again, and we really appreciate the service we had this morning. Uh, we opened up the church and had quite a few people here this morning, and uh, just got a few again for the broadcast tonight, and I appreciate that. Uh, this afternoon, got on my heart to ask Brother Cooper Roberts to come preach for us, and he said he'd be honored to try and do his best and follow the Lord. <clears throat> was praying about somebody singing. I got the Hendrickson family on my heart. I called Brother Sean. I said, buddy, uh, could you and your family come and all of you or some of you or any of you sing for us tonight? He said, I'll tell the family, and God willing, we'll be there. And so they've come. I appreciate them. Of course, appreciate my wife being with me. Appreciate the fellows up there running the equipment. And uh, it's good to be in the Lord's house. Uh, I'd like to read the verse of Scripture from the book of Isaiah to get started. And this is uh, chapter 1, verse 18. Come now. Boy, what words that is. Come now. And let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Didn't say maybe. He said, though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. If ye be willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. But if ye refuse and rebel, ye shall be devoured with the sword. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. And so that's powerful verses and uh, have a lot of meaning in them, a lot of instruction in them. And a lot of encouragement in them. If, uh, if you have a need in your life tonight and you're listening uh, and God speaks to your heart, uh, seek the Lord. You know, come to him. Come now and uh, reason with him. God, God will help you. Whatever your doubts and problems and, and uh, whatever the hard issues that you have, God will get you through that. Because if you seek the Lord, you'll find him. And so uh, let's just pause for a moment and just bow our heads and have just a word of prayer. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for letting us come back to your house tonight. And again, Lord, we thank you for the service we had this morning. And God, I thank you for already blessing me and helping me to feel your presence here tonight. Thank you for those that have come to help us. And God, we appreciate everyone that's working and helping. And there's so many behind the scenes that are doing their part. Uh, so many people even right now that's out there listening and watching and praying. God, we appreciate that. And we thank you, God, for the church. And, Lord, we thank you for what we feel in our soul. Lord, I ask you to bless this service tonight and reach out and, and touch people. Uh, bless the preaching and the singing. Lord, just be spirit-filled, Lord, and just uh, lift us up and help us because, Lord, we can't do anything without you. And we know that. And we thank you, Lord. We ask you these things in Jesus' name. And amen. And so I'm just going to turn over to the Hendrickson family and let them come sing do whatever they feel like. Testify, sing, or whatever. Just obey the Lord. Just a few broken pieces to work with And a handful of fragments of me But Jesus picked them all up With his sweet hand of love His vision was what I could be he took what the world saw as worthless and created a masterpiece made by 
But Jesus could see what tomorrow would bring, and he did his work within. With the skill of the potter, he molded me in the image of him, made by mercy.
Well, I thank the Lord for that singing. It's a beautiful family and beautiful singing by that family. Thank you, folks. I, I appreciate y'all coming. appreciate you singing right out of your heart. I've enjoyed that and felt that. I'm glad to be here tonight and glad the Lord's moving and uh, looking forward to the preaching. Uh, I felt people praying. I know you've been praying. Let me ask again. Keep praying. Pray for Cooper as he comes. That uh, God just lift him up. and uh, He'd have a free course and be able to preach the gospel and he'd go out uh, those of you out there listening, and I believe there are many uh, that have a need in your life, obey the Lord. Uh, come now and let us reason together. When God speaks to your heart, come to the Lord and talk it over with him. God will help you. And so let's pray for Cooper tonight as we turn over to him. Brother Cooper, there's that mic if you need it. What an honor and a privilege it is to be here tonight, and I thank God for the Hendricksons and their singing. And uh, we were on our way home today, and uh, I had my phone by me, and I heard it start to buzz, and it said Terry Brock, and I wouldn't say not about instantly I knew what he was calling me for. <laughs> and uh, uh, I, I, I got excited, and uh, I, I love being able to do this, and it, it's not something I'm worthy of, but uh, God's given me a job to do, and that's all I know to do is do what He's told me. And so uh, I love what Terry opened up with tonight, and it really ties with this, in with the scripture I've got on my heart. It said, now. I love that because our days are numbered. You see the world's going crazy. Uh, surely Jesus is coming back sometime soon. My friend, our days are numbered. There ain't no time to wait to get in. I believe wholeheartedly one of these days he's going to come back and he's going to get his church. And if you're not in the fold, if you're not in church, if you're not uh, saved by the grace of God, hell's going to be your home. And I, that breaks my heart. Uh, that's my heart tonight. If you're lost, that you get in by the end of this night. And so you pray for us. If you want to turn with us, we'll be in the fifth chapter of the book of Mark. I love this story. I love the book of Mark. I love the four Gospels and the time that Jesus was here with us on earth and, and the many miracles that were performed and the many sights that were seen. But this story right here has got to be one of my favorites. And, and you'll see why, Lord willing. In the, in the fifth chapter of the book of Mark, it says, And they came over unto the other side of the sea, into the country of the Gadarenes. And when he was come out of the ship, listen to what the man did here. It said, Immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit who had his dwelling among the tombs, and no man could bind him, no, not with chains, because that he had been often bound with fetters and chains, and the chains had been plucked asunder by him. The fetters broken in pieces, neither could any man tame him. And always night and day he was in the mountains and in the tombs crying and cutting himself with stones. Listen, listen to what the Bible says. But when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him and cried with a loud voice and said, Master, what have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of God, most, God, most high God? I adjure thee by God that thou torment me not. For he said unto him, Come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. He asked him, What is thy name? And he answered, saying, My name is Legion. For we are many. And so you pray tonight. I just want the Lord to use us. Maybe we can get in the spot where God will allow us to preach. I love this scripture here. It says that Jesus and his disciples had gone on to the other side of the sea. 
And it said immediately, just like Terry said, right now. I love this because the man did not wait. He heard that Jesus was coming and he saw him afar off. And I love what the Bible said there. It didn't say he waited. It didn't say he gave it a few minutes. But my friend, it said he ran to him and said, Jesus, I need you. Picture with me is this man named Legion. He said maybe he had been possessed for many years. Maybe he couldn't see his family. Maybe he couldn't see his friends. But he heard a rumor this man's going around doing some miracles every once in a while. He said, that's my chance uh, to get back where I was. Oh, my friend, I like what Paul said. Terry mentioned it this morning. He said, I was alive without the wall wall once, but the commandment came. Sin revived. And I died. Listen, I was okay one time. But then God came and revealed some things to me. He said, you're a sinner. You're lost and undone. And I said, oh no, what am I going to do? Oh, Oh, how glorious it was. Oh, when He told me, don't worry, I've got it fixed. Jesus died for you. There's nothing to worry about. You just got to accept Him. And so you keep praying tonight. I love this. Listen to what the Bible said. He was living. It said He was living among the tombs. I love that because the world was so done with this man, they sent Him to live with the dead. But there was a time in my life, I'd say it this way, I was living among the dead. Terry, I was so lost and undone. I felt so useless, but praise God, God didn't see me as useless. He saw a purpose for my life, enough to send His Son to die for me. I love this. I began to read a commentary on this, and it said, the world meant to tame the man, but I love this. The only thing that could fix the man was Jesus. Listen, you can go and you can get money. You can go to the doctor. There was a woman with an issue of blood. It said she, she, she seeked all the physicians there was. And it didn't fix her problem. Oh, this is my favorite part. But when she met the Master, some things changed for her. Just like Legion, buddy, everything was not okay. But then he met the Master and things got fixed up for him. And so you keep praying. I love this. It says... And when he asked him, what is thy name? He answered saying, my name is Legion, for we are many. Just to give reference, I I began to do some research on Legion. And at the time, a Roman army Legion would have been about 6,000 men. You picture with me, 6,000 men is a ton of people. Here's what Legion's saying. He said, my sin... My possession is so great that I cannot bear it. He's saying, you don't understand, Jesus. I've been in this position for so long. I'm so tired. There's so much going on in my life. I didn't think Jesus didn't care a lick. He said, just come. Just come. I love what the Bible says. Come unto me, all ye that are labored and heavy laden. I will give you rest. I remember a time in my life when I was labored. Buddy, I was burdened down in sin. And God gave me some rest in my my life. I didn't have to worry about where I was going. Terry, I got my eternity fixed up. Uh, listen, some people today, they say water baptism will do it. I got my baptism ticket right here. Buddy, this is great. It means a lot to me. But if you threw this away, I, I'd hate it. But it wouldn't mean anything. You know why? Because heaven's still my home. Uh, you can't change that for me. It's been fixed up. And so tonight I pray, maybe you've got one of these certificates. Maybe you think you've been saved by the grace of God. Maybe you say, preach, I don't know. Maybe as a child, you got water put on your head. Listen, let me tell you what happens. There's got to be a time in your life when you come to realize that there was a man named Jesus 
that walked up a lonely hill called Calvary, but He gave down His life for you, and you got to accept that He did it. And so that's all we got on our heart tonight. I don't feel like asking for another song. At this time, we're just going to turn it back over to Brother Terry. Well, I'm telling you, that's good preaching. That's Holy Ghost preaching. I appreciate the message. I appreciate Brother Cooper. Would y'all have another song to sing? It's up to you. Just follow your hearts. Okay. Would you feel like singing one? Okay. All right, that's good preaching. And I appreciate the, the singing we've already had, and I appreciate the preaching of the gospel. Uh, that's the real thing. That's, that's it. And uh, uh, let me uh, just make an invitation to you, even without a song. Uh, if you're out there listening and God stirred your heart, and I believe that's very likely tonight because that was a great message. It was powerful. And uh, right now, uh, don't wait. Uh, like uh, Cooper said, that tied in just uh, line on line with the scripture God put on my heart to open up with. Come now, let us reason together. And I like that word immediately in there that uh, Cooper emphasized in his preaching. Immediately, that man came to Jesus. And boy, I'm glad that I come to him one time. And when I came to him, he did what I could not do. Now, if you're out there listening and there's a need in your life and God's stirring your heart, uh, Satan will try to talk you out of coming to Jesus. He'll try to talk you out of saying, he said, oh, you're not worthy. Uh, you don't know enough about it. But the Lord said, seek and you shall find. Take that to heart. Believe what God said in spite of everything the world says and call on the Lord and seek him. Let me ask you a question. If you're lost... You don't have Jesus and you're on your way to hell. What have you got to lose in seeking the Lord? You say, well, I tried it a time or two and I didn't get it. Well, I came to the altar about six times before I got saved. I'm glad I made every trip because I was seeking. I was sincere, but I just hadn't got to the place I needed to. That's trusting God with my whole heart. But that last time when I come, I trusted God with my whole heart. God saved my soul. And so I am so glad I didn't stop seeking the Lord after I come to all once or twice or three. You know, and in the Bible, Naaman had had leprosy. Most of you probably know this Bible story. Uh, when he went down, uh, went down to get baptized in the river of Jordan, the, the old prophet told him, uh, said, uh, go dip yourself seven times in Jordan and you'll be clean. Well, I'm sure that after he dipped himself six times, he still had leprosy. But when he dipped himself the seventh time, he came up clean like a little child. And so what the point is, obey the Lord with your whole heart. Do what God said. It's real simple. Uh, seek and you shall find. And do it, do it immediately. And so I trust and hope that somebody's doing that. Anybody got anything on your heart you want to say before we come to a close? Well, I'm going to say again. I've already said it, but that's good singing. That's good preaching. I thank the Lord for all of you that's here, all of you that's listening out there and praying, part of this. Uh, be much in prayer. We'll have a, a streaming service uh, uh, from here again Wednesday night and then God willing we're going to have another service Sunday morning here in the church house uh, like we did this morning so I'll uh, be praying if you can come come uh, we did some social distancing and those that wanted to wore masks and uh, we did some things to try to make it safer for people and we'll still be trying to do that but boy what a blessing we had uh, being together in God's house this morning. It just, I'm telling you, it just run my cup over. And so if you can come, come. If you can't come, pray. Oh, that's good. Pray for Linda while she comes to sing a song.
the song goes right along with your message, Cooper, and um, I, di I really didn't want to sing, but the Lord said, you need to sing that song, so I'm Help willing. Me. Just pray for me if I can right. even remember all of it. There was a man possessed by demons. Yeah. Legion was his name. But something was going to yeah. happen. Amen. You see, Jesus was passing his way. The people of that country yeah. were amazed yeah. to find Legion was sitting by Amen. Jesus. Come to Jesus. He was clothed right and in his right mind. Amen. And he cried, things are different now. I've met the master, Amen. the stain of sin upon my soul has all been washed away. Behold, all things are new, nothing remains the same. Amen. For I met Jesus, yeah. and now my life's been changed. I went to church Listen. one Sunday Listen. just to see who I could see. Yeah. Oh, but something began to happen. Yeah. Something got a hold of me. me. The preacher talked of saving grace yeah, that flows from Calvary. Yeah, Conviction fell from heaven, yes. and by his grace I was set free. Amen. Then I cried, things are different now. I met the master. The stain of sin upon my soul has all been washed away. Behold, all things are new. Nothing remains the same, for I met Jesus, and now my life's been changed. Hey. I'm glad he changed my life. Amen. Amen. Boy, me too. Boy, thank the Lord. I'm glad the Lord gave you that song on what fits your message good in it. And tells the story. Thank you for singing that. Thank the Lord for giving it to you. Anything else on anybody's heart before we come to a close? Amen. Amen. Right. Yeah. 
Amen. Boy, that's a powerful testimony. Thank the Lord for that. Amen. Anyone else? Anything else at all from anybody? All right. Come on. Yeah, come on. Come on. Follow your heart. I don't I don't like to drag on service, but I, I don't I don't like to lay down on the Lord either. Um, uh, I'd, I'd like to tell a little bit about that change the Lord's made in me. Um, I remember just being little and I'd go to church with Grandma and Papa and uh, I fell under conviction. I was about in sixth grade and uh, Lord showed me I was lost. And I can remember going to church and the church was small and it was old and it was run down. And we didn't even have a bathroom inside. It had an outhouse that you had to go to. And I, I can remember sitting on the side of the church. And I'd sit there, and the conviction would be so strong with me that I had to move. I, I, I couldn't stay where I was at. And so many times I would come out, and I'd walk out the back doors of the church. And I'd pretend that I had to use the bathroom instead of coming to the altar. And I, I lived in that condition for a long time, and I quit going to church. I didn't want nothing to do with church because I knew how it made me feel. Sure. And uh, my mom and dad, they started getting worried about me. I was, I was about 16 years old, and they started going to church at Lafayette. And they asked me if I wanted to go to church, and I said, no, I, I don't want to go to church. Because I, I, I knew that conviction that I felt when I went to church. And we was... Uh, he said, well, there's, there's a bunch of girls at church. And I thought, well, I'll, I'll go to church if there's a bunch of girls. I was a 16-year-old boy. I like cars and girls. So I, I went to church, and uh, I was sitting way back in the back one day, and, and the deacons were coming along, and they were passing out communion. And I was in the back of the church, and I was sitting beside this girl. Her name was Amy. And as they came by, I knew I couldn't take communion because I wasn't saved. And as they came by... Uh, the, I shook my head no that I couldn't take it and she took it and she looked at me and she said why didn't you take communion and I, I had to say out loud I said well I'm, I'm not saved and that was the first time I ever told anybody yeah. I, I, I didn't think anybody knew I was lost but me and that's the first time I had to say it out loud and saying it out loud just broke my heart yeah. and she said I remember these words I'll never forget them and she said why she said why aren't you saved don't you want it yeah. and I thought oh yeah yeah, I want it. You know, I, I want it more than anything. I want to be saved. I want it, but and I should have moved that night. And but the devil talked me out again. He gave me every excuse in the world from the time I was lost till the time I got saved. But he said, "Just wait and get saved at your grandpa's church. That's where you ought to get saved at." And I remember being back at church, and I was over in the same spot. And I said, "Lord, if you call to me, I'm going to come." And uh, as I was standing there, I was about in the same spot I always was at where I would turn and go out the back door. Yeah. And as I stood there, my grandpa started preaching and I felt the conviction come on me again. But it wasn't strong like it was before, but it was the same spirit. Yeah. And it came on me and I was standing in that same spot and I had that same decision to make which way am I going to go? Am I going to go out the back or am I going to go to the Lord? Yeah. And there are so many times I stepped out and went out the back, but this time I purposed in my heart I was going to the front. Yeah. And as soon as I went to move for the Lord, he saved my yeah. soul. And as I got to the altar, the only thing I could do was thank God for saving me. Amen. 
And uh, so many people say, you know, it took me, you know, it took Terry six times. It took me one time, but I turned my back on him a hundred times before that. And I'm ashamed of that, but I'm so thankful the Lord saved my soul. And I ask you, if you're not saved, why not? Why not? Why not? Don't you want it? There's nothing better in this whole world that does world that you could gain everything in the world. If you don't have Jesus, you got nothing. You need the Lord more than anything. But turn it back over. I thank the Lord, Brother Sean. I really appreciate God letting him tell his experience. Boy, that was powerful on so many points in that. And I believe God let him tell that to help somebody that's listening. So many points in that, and, and some of those points, quite a few of them, I could relate to in my own experience. If you're out there tonight listening and you're not saved, take that question that was asked to Sean, and Sean asked it of you. Why not? Why not? Why are you not saved? You can be. So please seek the Lord and get saved. That's great. Anybody else got something on your heart? Anybody's welcome. God's give us a good meeting tonight. Boy, I really appreciate it. All right. If everybody's done, thank you. Thank, thank all of you for being here and all the helpers and all the prayers out there. And uh, we're going to come to a close and uh, go pray and come pray and pray for service Wednesday night and come, come back uh, Sunday morning if you can. And we, so we'll be done. We'll be finished right now. <laughs>